0: This is a post-Christian podcast.
1: Welcome to the Revolution Church Podcast.
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Revolution's Meet Your Congregation. It is another beautiful day in paradise, and it is, once again, your host, Jay Baker, and Caleb. How's it going, Caleb? Oh, hey, Jay. Didn't see you there. (laughs) That joke was good the last one we did. Yeah, I know right. <laughs> Start reusing material. Um So uh yeah, so today we are talking to Selena. And Selena, welcome to meet your congregation and also where where are you where are we talking to you from?
1: Thank you. Um I am in Houston, Texas area. I'm in a suburb,
2: but yeah, Houston. Oh, Houston. I uh, my buddy yeah, Brown Yarborough lives in. Mhm. Houston, Texas. He sure does. Do you know Brian? I sure do. Oh. Ooh. I'm
1: a disciple of Brian Yarbrough.
2: Really?
1: I sure am, yeah.
2: The plot well, thickens. I've, I, I once did a talk about Brian Yarbrough probably uh-huh. 10 or 11 years ago, and I said, mm-hmm. if there's someone who acts like Jesus the way I imagine Jesus would be. It would be Brian Yarborough. I think you said that on our when we did the meet your congregation with him. Oh, too. that's right.
1: Absolutely, I yeah. agree with you completely.
2: You know, when I got ECT, which is electric shock therapy, um, mm-hmm. Brian flew to Minneapolis and took <sighs> me to my appointments every day.
1: He's so sweet. Yeah, he's the sweetest. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, um, we have kids that are similar ages. Um, so we, I guess our girls were toddlers at the same age when we were in church together.
2: Oh, okay. Did you did you go to Brian's church? I did. Okay, I
1: was an elder at his church. Oh,
2: small world. Not a small. world. What
1: that? <laughs> Me and my ex husband were elders at at um, fucking. I'm trying to remember the name. At it was Anchor? DBC Houston, but then we changed it to Anchor Church.
2: Yeah. Wow! Yeah, what do you know?
1: So I, we were there in the beginning.
2: So yeah, you were there in the DBC days.
1: Yeah, that was those were interesting days for sure.
2: Well, I didn't want to. It's so funny because I didn't originally didn't want to meet Brian.
1: Yeah, because of his uh, associates.
2: <laughs> yeah, because I just had some falling outs with his associates.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think everybody did,
2: <laughs> including him. Now that seems to be the seems to be the popular opinion. Um. But this is Meet Your Congregation, not Roast <laughs> the Old Church. Um, I'm going to ask the obvious, obvious question, I guess. is uh, and, and It might not be obvious, though. But how did you find out about revolution? Mm.
1: Man, okay. I've been thinking and trying to remember that far back. I want to say, did you guys, were you in H&M magazine? Yes. At all? Yep. Okay, so it was probably back, back when I had a subscription to HM. Um so I must have been in my early twenties. I'm now thirty-two. Yeah, um forty four. So. so uh one of my friends, um, she really loved your work and was always talking about you. And so I kinda like, you know, looked into y'all and at the time I was like, Oh, so he's a heretic. Cool. <laughs> um mm-hmm. moving on. <laughs> So I didn't follow revolution back then. Um, it came way later.
2: Okay.
1: <laughs> and my theology was different <laughs>
2: yeah, back then. Yeah. No, that's funny. This is the second meet your yeah. congregation where you have had someone say that they thought I was a heretic, basically.
1: I mean, technically, I guess. Maybe, technically.
2: Technically, I would But that's be. not a bad thing. No, no. Yeah, if you go by thing. the actual terminology, the actual dictionary, definition of heretic. You disambiguate the that's word not bad yeah
1: i mean jesus was a heretic i want to say paul the apostle was probably a heretic yes. like you're you're thrown in there with the good ones so that's cool well, that's good to know
2: <laughs> jesus <and> paul
0: <laughs> jesus paul and jay yeah that'd be a, that good, band. a, show. That'd be a good band a good Jesus paul and jay yeah <laughs> peter paul and mary
2: um did did, did brian ever talk about revolution I mean, how long have you been listening to Revolution? He
1: did. So I started listening to you guys when um, my kind of deconversion really started to kick in. So this is probably six months to a year ago okay. is when I really started to kind of follow your work closely. Um, and Brian talked about you all the time. And I was like, this is a serious bromance he's got going on um we've got matching tattoos brian yarb romance (laughs) yeah i i i actually really like that um because i think it's cool when guys are you know when they support each other i think it's cool when guys support each other so um i thought that was really cool but again you know there was kind of a, a conflict there for me um mostly because I, you know, I knew I was queer from a very young age, but I was also told that you had to pray the gay away. So mm-hmm. when I read your work and you were like, oh, it's not a sin. I was like, whoa, that doesn't seem to line up with what uh, I was always told, you know. Um So, you, yeah, Brian talked about you a whole lot. And uh it definitely I wasn't ready at that point. I wasn't ready to really uh to to kind of receive, I guess what you were saying. And I even saw a video. I don't remember how long ago this was, but I saw a video of you speaking at a church and I think it was like some kind of Lutheran conference or something. Right. And you were like, you were like really bold and you just straight up said like, you know, it's not a sin. We need to love our gay brothers and sisters. And, uh, I was shocked when I saw that video. I was like, okay, I don't know who this guy is, but he's definitely got some, uh some gong <laughs> so <laughs> i was just like you know you were kind of always on the back burner i was aware of you but uh it, it wasn't probably until now that i really felt um like i could be receptive to what you were sharing
2: oh cool yeah mm-hmm. i mean i'm an acquired taste <laughs> the church is acquired taste i mean we're a bunch of weirdos <laughs> trying to figure things out i had
0: a similar experience yeah. running into this guy
2: what is the problem with all you Ooh. folks I don't know. <laughs> just like me from the beginning. <laughs> are, then I can become a cult
0: leader. Yeah, there we go. Hey, uh, that's profitable. That's yeah, how I can start making money. You yeah, start a cult. That'll oh, work. work. That's a good idea.
2: <clears throat> I'm surprised no one's accused me of that yet. So, But I'm so freaking unorganized, there's just no way that'll be oh, What, being a cult be leader?
0: Yeah. I've heard you be accused of being a cult leader. I haven't. So <laughs> I'm going to keep it at that.
2: I mean I guess if you like join the church and then your family sees it then they're gonna think you're a cult. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. That's, yeah. I mean family members can say about. that, but anybody who's actually seen the church knows that right. there's just no way in hell it can actually be a cult. It's like the least successful cult. <laughs> this is a... Re- people know it's a this, cult right away. This is a really lead. shitty cult. Just, gotta have some really good selling points like uh, I think, kind of a cult. And I just don't have any good selling points. I'm like, I don't know, uh, maybe <laughs> So, um, do you go to church in Houston?
1: Um, no, no. So, um, I was a part of anchor, you know, I don't, when that was 2000, maybe 12. Um, and, um, my ex-husband and I were elders yeah. and we had a lot of stuff going on, a lot of personal stuff in our marriage. So I decided to step down, um, and then i really felt a pull to just kind of like go on a hiatus from church in general um i was really burned out yeah. um just from giving and giving and giving i was i, I was that type of person so mm-hmm. um i just pulled back i'm i am um the daughter of an evangelical minister oh um so i have been steeped in this stuff since birth um what
0: denomination were you raised
1: um technically non-denominational okay um we were really charismatic though kind of mm. similar to pentecostal almost mm-hmm. i grew up watching tbn and all that stuff okay. uh g-rock was my jam <laughs> um <laughs> um but yeah so i don't I, we stopped i stopped going to church around then um and i guess it was just a natural process where i started to kind of um deconstruct some things that i had always been taught especially involving uh women's role in the church um brian was so pro-women he was so all about us doing like everything and i was like yeah i'm uncomfortable with this like i'm not comfortable with men so um i don't think that's appropriate (laughs) um that was me at the time, yeah. um, but I didn't realize how steep I was in, you know, the kind of patriarchal uh, teachings. I'm Mexican, so that's a whole nother level of patriarchy right. within the Mexican culture. Um, so, yeah, uh, I haven't really been to church since probably about then, 2012. Um, and a lot of personal stuff went on with my dad, finding out all kinds of uh, scandalous things. So I was just like, I'm done. Uh, I'm done with church. I'm done with people that go to church and lie to everybody Yeah. uh, about their life. And yeah, so really, honestly, Revolution is the first church I've been a part of since then. And I didn't realize how much I missed it until Mm. I started kind of, you know, listening. And I was like, oh, my God, I miss having a pastor. I miss, you know, having that sense of community. Yeah. Because it's so ingrained in me.
0: Yeah. I think it could be almost kind of therapeutic to, uh, if, if you are, if, if one is up to it to decide to re-engage with the church after having been hurt by it, right? you know, I think that that can be a, a therapeutic thing to do. It can be in my experience, but I'm not, I'm not saying it's for everyone. Um, if you have no interest right. in, in being involved with the church, I don't think you should, you know, period. Like if that's, Still right so triggering to you to where you can't hear someone read from a bible then yeah don't do it but but yeah it, it can be a therapeutic thing to engage in i think
1: it was for me for years to hear people sing the songs we used to sing to like read certain scriptures like it was just like okay i'm hashtag triggered right now i gotta go yeah. like i cannot be here mm-hmm. and i tried uh for a long time and really even now <laughs> even now listening to EJ like there are some times where you'll read, and I'm just like, "Ooh, I don't like this." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> I like get a little uncomfortable. But it's like you help me kind of, I guess, uh, build my my tolerance and my threshold because the way that you present it is in a way that is very open. Um, so I really appreciate that. It's helped me a lot.
2: Oh, well, thank you. That's nice to hear. Because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I hate to hear that these. Giz- all the crappy church journeys um but I'm glad we're here to, for folks who just still want some sort of connection you know um because an online church is a weird thing for a lot of people but for us that's what we really are I mean the mm-hmm. majority of the congregation is online and uh that's mm-hmm. why we're doing this is so people can kind of maybe know who each other are and realize we all have different paths that we come from and are on um Mm-hmm. But well, that's but it's you know I'm I'm glad you find it to be somewhat safe. But yeah, no, I get the triggers. I mean, sometimes even when I'm studying, you know, I'm like, mm. Ugh, do I want to read this? Or do I just want to skip it. You know, because I did Galatians right. four today, and uh, that's my my. It's not that it's weird; it's just boring. So I wanted to mm. skip Galatians four, but that doesn't make for a very good Galatian study when you skip a whole chapter. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. So You made yeah. the problem for yourself, bud. Yeah. <laughs> you could
2: call it your mm-hmm. uh,
0: your yearly Galatians series right. minus
2: four. <laughs> minus four? Well, that might be a good one, minus four. Minus four. <laughs> hmm. So, um, man, I, you know, I'm I thinking of Brian. I would love to. I wish Brian was still doing a church. That would be cool.
1: <sighs> I think that all the time. When yeah. I listen to you, uh, you know, you guys interviewing him. Um, I, like, started crying. Like, I haven't talked to him. I haven't talked to him. I haven't seen him and Mary in years. But we're still, I think, on um, good terms. Um, And uh, he was really sad whenever we stepped down. He was like, you guys can't go. You know, we really need you guys to, you know, kind of balance everybody else. Um, And he didn't know. He had no idea what was going on with me, with my ex-husband. Again, I wasn't really comfortable uh, confiding in men because I was told I shouldn't be. Uh. So I, uh, I had confided in the other women in the church, what was going on with me, but, um, he just was, you know, a little confused, but he was like, Oh, I support you guys no matter what. Um, and then everything kind of shut down. You know, they wrapped up anchor because it was really hard on him and Micah and yeah. their families. So, but I think that all the time, I think what Brian brought to the table was very unique for this area being in the fucking Bible Belt. Yeah. Um, And no one else has kind of picked up the torch, you know, where he left off. Um, There's We have some interesting, really progressive um, gatherings, I guess. Mm -hmm. But nothing that's really um, been consistent like what we had at Anchor. Um, Anchor, though, had its, you know, pros and cons because, I mean, we were the oldest ones there. Everybody else was like college or late teens. So we were parenting. (laughs) Right. it was a lot. It was a lot of work. Um but I'm I still I still miss it. I still miss um him. You know, he he's awesome. No, so, yeah, just a know. genuine
2: human being. I he can't is. say enough good about that guy. Yeah. Maybe he should start a cult. <clears throat> oh, that be good. Yes. <clears throat>
1: yes. Yes. Would you I that's joined.
2: that's what we're boiling. I'll join it down to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll join him his cult. I'll be his co-pastor. <laughs> his assistant pastor. <laughs> Co-cult leader, Co-cult awesome. Leader, yeah, I
1: support
2: this. Awesome. Cool. We'll have to send him a text. You, after we, will you join? Like, oh, yes. That's a great idea. <laughs> um, his beard's getting really big, so he would look the part. Oh yeah. Um, nice. <laughs> yeah. You just need some Kool-Aid
1: and we're good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go, and some poison.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, great, Ooh, nice. Too soon. Yeah. Sorry, I feel bad about that. That's okay. <laughs> And that came out of the Assemblies of God, but we won't talk about that either. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah, it did. Speaking of edit points. Strange.
1: <laughs> I didn't know that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Jim Jones, I think, was an Assemblies yeah, of God guy. But so. anyhow, um, so, well, Selena, thanks for being so transparent with us today. I appreciate that and kind of talking about this stuff and it's, the connection is really cool. It's um, super cool. Yeah. I love Houston. I need to get back there and visit sometime. I really like it there.
1: You should, but don't come in the summer
2: too hot
1: it's way too hot it's unbearable
2: yeah well it's unbearably cold here so I don't know oh
1: maybe then maybe you'll like it
2: yeah you know (laughs) I'll just wear shorts like Henry Rollins style shorts like like
1: booty shorts yeah (laughs) like Henry Rollins used to wear
2: just those short little black shorts and nothing else
1: yeah oh god yeah
2: He was cut, though. He looked good. It was worked for him. I don't think it would work as well for me. Like, hey, there's an out-of-shaped 44-year-old guy with tattoos. Hello, Houston. Just
1: throw on, like, a fishnet shirt,
2: and oh my that'll gosh. kind
1: of cover a little bit. Yeah.
2: I think fishnet shirts are a good look for me, I think. Um, <laughs> I bet. I yeah. Bet. That's all I wear during the summer. Um,
0: yeah, you do. Don't yeah. It's
2: weird. <laughs> you? Yeah. Get, weird. You get those fishnet
0: uh, tan lines. Yeah,
2: it's really weird. Tattoos. Yes. They look like a waffle. When I walk around, <laughs> shirt off,
0: it's your signature. The look. bottom of
2: vans, the bottom of a pair of vans. <laughs> that's awesome. um, so we always ask folks um, on the on the in the conversation is um, besides not reading the Bible. I guess what do you think? Even if that's when I could take it into consideration, but what do you think? Um, do you have any recommendations for revolution as a church of things mm. that we could be doing? More of, better mm. at, lesser at?
1: Hmm. Well, um. so I'm an Al-Anon. Um, and I, uh, that's another thing that I really appreciate y- about you, that you talk about AA and 12-step stuff. Um, But something that I noticed when I started going to Al-Anon a few years ago was that I really liked how meetings were not, you know, like, one person kind of running the show Mm -hmm. and um, I would like to see more of that from you guys of like, you know, um, people kind of sharing, um, maybe you bringing in, you know, other people that are kind of along the lines of doing the work that you're doing. Um, Because honestly, I wasn't really aware of how many resources were out there until I started listening to you guys and then Caleb in his like podcast, like just amazingness. Like there's so many. Um, once I started following you, Caleb, like I started finding all these other ones. Um, that's sweet. So, nice. That's yeah. Nice. That's been that's super like amazing, like super helpful because again, I didn't know all this stuff was out there. Um, so, you know, hearing from um, people that you guys kind of partner with um, would be cool. Especially like women, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't really know. I just, I didn't know. I started listening to the, like, I guess um, everybody's autonomous or something like Mm
0: -hmm. that. Yeah. Everyone's autonomous. Yeah.
1: And I really like the woman that's on there. I don't even remember her name. Marie. Yeah, Marie De La Font. She's
0: one of my besties. We hang out all the time. Oh
1: my god, she's so great. Mm -hmm. Um, I relate a lot to the things that she shares. She spoke Um, at Revolution.
0: Yeah, she did. She gave her a a talk at Revolution.
1: Nice. Okay. Awesome. Isn't that kind Um, of weird?
0: She, she's the only. That's awesome. uh, I I say this to her face, so I'll say it here. She's the only angry atheist that has given a talk at at Revolution. But I think it's cool. (laughs) I I like that. I I I like building those bridges. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love atheists. I am not. Um my girlfriend is. But mm. we uh we have a we kinda, you know, bridge the gap there between me identifying as agnostic and her as atheist. That's cool. Um we both like to talk a lot of trash. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah.
2: <laughs> good, good.
1: But <laughs> but yeah, um I really like kinda hearing from other people and um I don't know, um I don't know if you guys have ever done like Conferences. I'm, you know, again, I grew up in the church, so I'm a conference kind of nerd. Um, I don't know if other people are into that or have given you guys that feedback. Yeah, we, um, want,
0: we want to do that.
1: That would be pretty legit. We just need someone um, to
0: volunteer to do it. I can't coordinate something like that.
1: Right, that's a lot. It's, it's a big taking on. I've helped organize conferences, and it's like a pain in the ass.
0: Yeah. Um, we need a type A uh, volunteer is what we need.
1: You right, know, someone right. Someone who
0: can crunch all the i i have a hard enough time to be honest we we we're doing uh like eight recordings eight interviews today and i have a hard enough time coordinating that with different yeah. time zones and all that stuff um oh i'm just gosh. not as experienced as, of a producer you know so that's that's a good that's good feedback though
1: um i guess that's all i can think of i'm like battling a cold right now so i'm like hopped up on uh all kinds of medication nice uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, like spacing out
2: you're fine. <laughs> no, uh, those are great. Both both great great advice, and that's what we're trying to do. I mean, I think one of the reasons we don't have as many speakers is just because of budget reasons. If we had a better budget, we'd be, I'd be trying to fly people in to speak more, you know? Right. And it's just finding people locally. And Josh flew himself in to speak. That was yeah, cool. that was nice. So mm-hmm. maybe more people will do that. Yeah. But I hate to ask people to fly in on their own dime. I know. I can't do that for other people myself. So... Mm. We'll see what happens. Um, well, cool. Well, thanks for thanks for doing this. Thanks for introducing yourself to us and everybody else. And Totally. I love what a small world it is. And if I come to Houston, we'll definitely have to hang out.
1: Oh, totally. That would be awesome. Right. Yeah, I really appreciate you guys. You're really um, – you're helping, I think, a lot of people, probably more than what you even realize because you don't even hear from them. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I just want to say – if you can keep going, please keep going.
2: <laughs> well, that's, that's the plan. This is all I want to do right now, so thank you. Awesome, thank uh, you. Have a good day.
1: All right, y'all too.
2: All right, bye-bye. Bye.
1: We'd like to remind you that our ministry is supported 100% by listeners like you. To make your 100% tax-deductible donation today, please visit revolutionchurch.com slash donate you can also learn more by clicking the Donate section on the website.
2: If you enjoyed this show, you might also like Loosen the Bible Belt with Kristen Becker and myself, Jay Baker. And it was that moment. And for me, I was 10 years old. So I remember yeah. hearing about it because I remember being scared of the idea of AIDS and things like that. But it also triggered something in my brain, you know, uh. in my work especially 10 11 12 13 years ago where I became an ally and became very outspoken right. on LGBTQ behalf, uh, uh, issues and and lost a lot because of it more though so than my parents did for the interviewing you which is surprising um, you know <laughs> th- th- I guess they were just a machine at the time but you know it really cost a lot but it, it was because I saw the bravery in my mother I saw the bravery in someone like you you know what I mean that I'm able to continue my work and go <laughs> these boxes that we've created in religion have to be destroyed yes you know there has to be room at the table for everyone and forgiveness and love and hope for everyone even for those when we misunderstand each other Mm -hmm. you know and because i would say like you know there was no like i don't know if my mom ever came out completely as being affirming but i know that it didn't matter to her all that mattered to her was love and for me, I built on that foundation. And so I have to say, if it wasn't probably for that day and that interview and that moment in time, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know where my career would be. I don't know where my mother's career would have been. You know, it was people in the gay community who embraced her when we lost everything yeah. and kept yeah. her afloat. You know, the eyes of Tammy Faye was made by World of Wonder, mm-hmm. which is run by two gay men who, you know, mm-hmm. loved Tammy Faye. You know, yeah. and everyone I've talked to always goes back to that video, to that moment in time. Everywhere I go, every conference I've been to, everywhere I've spoken, as soon as I became an ally, people started saying that video, the video, the video, the video, you know, and it was just, it, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being brave enough to do it. And I'm so glad that they found someone who was a pastor and had AIDS and things like that because when I look at that, it made me feel like, you know, I don't have half of that against me. You know, I have Mm. to make the right choice. I've got to, I've got to follow my convictions, Mm. you Mm. know, and seeing my mother to be able to be brave to do that. And for you two to come together and have that moment, um, I don't know how many lives it changed for the people who saw it, but I know for me and I know for my house, um, it, it changed us forever and and I'm eternally grateful. (laughs)